four towns to share €220,000 to upgrade their streetscapes. Article by Michael Tracy. Four towns and villages in Carlow will receive a share of over €220,000 for streetscape enhancements. Tullow, Lachlan Bridge, Rathvilly and Bagnallstown communities will have the opportunity to share in €220,000 worth of financial support for the upgrade and enhancement of shop fronts and street facades. With grants of up to €8,000 available per premises for quick win projects under the new Colour Carlo Streetscape Enhancement Scheme, being supported by central government under the Our Rural Future Strategy. Councillor Fintan Phelan, Cahirlach of Carlow County Council, said, I welcome this project and the support from the Minister for the rollout of this essential support for the communities in Tullow, Lachlan Bridge, Rathvilly and Bagnallstown. Commenting on the scheme, the Cahirlach stated, The aim of the project is to improve the visual appearance of our urban streetscapes, which increases pride and confidence in our hometowns and villages, making them more attractive places to live, work and do business. We in Carlow County Council look forward to working with communities and owners of business and residential premises in these locations. Speaking about the scheme, Chief Executive of Carlow County Council Kathleen Houlihan said, Carlow County Council is delighted to roll out this scheme and work in partnership with the department to support regeneration in rural locations of County Carlow. The Chief Executive added, The success of the scheme will be down to the partnership approach and our hope is that local businesses, residents and communities will come together to rejuvenate their town by adding a splash of colour over the coming months. Explaining the application process, Kieran Comerford, Head of Economic Development and Enterprise at the County Council said, Grants of up to 100% or €8,000 per premises can be provided under this scheme and now is the time to avail of this opportunity. We will support communities in whatever way we can to ensure that each town gets a good level of projects supported under this scheme. Mr Comerford said that over the coming month, the Council would host clinics and briefings for applications which can be submitted online at www.leocarlo.submit.com forward slash show forward slash 135 up to 2pm on the 10th of September. For further information, log on to www.localenterprise.ie forward slash Carlo or call Linda on 059-9129-783 or email enterprise at carlococo.ie. Blueprint shows economic benefits of Barrow Blue Way. Article by Michael Tracy. A plan to maximise the economic benefit of the Barrow Blue Way in Kildare has been published recently. It is a glimpse of what might have been for Carlo, as the aim of the plan is to inform, guide and encourage community and business economic development initiatives that will maximise the opportunity that the Blue Way presents for Kildare. It will also aim to bolster the experience of the Blue Way in the lives of local people and visitors to the area. The project was delivered in partnership between County Kildare Leader Partnership, Waterways Ireland and Kildare County Council. It was launched by Minister Heather Humphreys. Trail-based tourism would have a major economic impact, the report finds. 
and this could be achieved by having a good range of services at appropriate intervals along a route that encourages users to stay longer and spend more. The plan maps the activities and services currently available along the 46km Barrow Blueway route in Kildare and Leash. It identifies what is needed and makes recommendations for Blueway development, creating a coherent plan for all stakeholders to follow. Opportunities for business and communities to increase the range of services and tourism spend in their area are clearly highlighted. Minister Humphreys said, I warmly welcome the publication of this economic plan for the Barrow Blue Way, which has been largely funded by my department's leader programme. Projects like these will breathe new life into a rural Ireland, boost visitor numbers and generate economic activity. In March I launched Our Rural Future, the most ambitious plan for rural Ireland in decades. This kind of project represents the action behind that policy. I look forward to seeing the Barrow Blue Way project progress and the benefits it will bring to communities. Minister of State Martin Hayden added, The Barrow Blue Way is a hugely positive development for residents of Kildare South and Leash, both for their own recreational use and the potential economic benefits that it can bring to their local economies in Lowtown, Rathangan, Monaster Evan, Vickerstown and Athai. I commend all stakeholders involved in developing this economic plan, which will assist our rural communities to maximise the business opportunities that the Blue Way brings, as well as helping us to develop the facilities that visitors to our area will require. This plan will bring a clear focus on the opportunities and needs that the Blue Way brings to our area, and I look forward to working with all involved to seeing such opportunities fully explored and developed. Average rent in the county is now €1,079. Article by Suzanne Pender. Rents in Carlow have risen by over 9% in the past year, with the average rent in the county now €1,079, up 82% from its lowest point. The figures were revealed last week in the latest DAF.ie rental report. The report indicated that rents right across southeastern counties had risen by 11% year-on-year, reflecting a sharp fall in availability. In fact, just 52 homes were available to rent in the region on the 1st of August, down almost 60% compared to a year ago. In Carlow, rents were on average 9.3% higher in the second quarter of 2021 than a year previously. The average listed rent in the county is now €1,079, up 82% from its lowest point. National rents have increased by 5.6%, the strongest year-on-year increase since mid-2019. The sharp increases in rents reflect an unprecedented scarcity of rental homes. Nationwide, there were just 2,455 homes available to rent on the 1st of August an all-time low in a series that extends back to January 2006. Cities outside Dublin have seen significant price spikes. In Cork, Galway and Limerick cities, rents are between 9% and 10% higher than a year ago, while in Waterford they are nearly 12% higher. Outside the cities, rents rose by 8.6% in Leinster, by 13.7% in Munster and by 14.7% in Connacht Ulster. 
Nationally, average monthly rent stood at 1,477 in the second quarter of 2021, up 2.4% on the first quarter and almost 99% from a low of €742 per month seen in late 2011. Tools Stolen in Burris, article by Elizabeth Lee. Gardaí are investigating the theft of tools and materials from a container on a building site at Ballinasilog, Boris, sometime between Wednesday the 28th of July and Friday the 6th of August. The container was forced open and a number of items were taken, including a submersible pump, three spirit levels, containers of wood preserver, extension leads, boxes of copper nails and a number of ridge tiles, among other items. Contact the Gardaí in Burris if you are offered any of these above items for sale. Historic Buntlody Forges Brought Back to Life Article by Michael Tracy The historic Nolan's Forge in Buntlody was brought back into life in spectacular fashion last week. The forge had been family-run from 1885 until 1992 when Martin Nolan, a seventh-generation farrier and blacksmith, passed away. The forge on Foundry Lane, Bunclody, had fallen into dereliction until substantial restoration work was done by the Kelly family, led by builder Liam. The restored forge was unveiled last Wednesday, and farriers and blacksmith demonstrations and hundreds attending over the course of the evening. Farrier Finn O'Driscoll and blacksmiths PJ Rellis and Darren Sweeney brought back many memories by showcasing their skills. It's about keeping Martin's memory alive and the forge business, said Liam Kelly. There are fond memories of the forge and of Martin among several generations in Bunclody. It had a special place in my heart and those who were reared around, said Liam. We all did time in the forge blowing the bellows. We used to walk to school in the morning and Martin would be there. Coming back home for lunch, there would be three or four horses there every day, an ass or a jinnet. One farmer who attended the opening recalled going to school and dropping off an ass to be shod and then picking it up for the trip home. It was also a social spot with farmers gathered around smoking pipes and conversations that would stretch into the evening. Liam recalled, He was a man happy in his work. Martin had a tenor voice, so it wasn't unusual to hear him singing at the top of his lungs to the rhythm and tune of the anvil. Some of the historic forge pieces are still in place, while a host of forge items have been donated by people from the area. There was sheep shearing at the forge opening, with a century-old hand-held sheep shear belonging to Jimmy White, and the shearing itself was carried out by PJ Kyo, Norman Livingston and David Crane. Peter Foley, John Murphy and Tony Highland showcased various crafts, including timber and copper. The long-term aim is that the forge will become part of a walking trail in South Carlow and North Wexford and an attraction for local visitors. However, there is an open mind about the use of the forge and how it could benefit the community, with the possibility of running classes also being raised. <laughs>